I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting-edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Your Biology podcast. Today's special guest is an entrepreneur author, and world-class expert in optimizing human health and performance. He's also the CEO of Biohacking Secrets. Anthony DiClemente, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, Lucas. If I'm such an expert at biohacking performance, why did I just spill electrolytes all over my lap? <laughs> Maybe there's a, uh, there's a new, new method for administration. It's a, it's a Topically absorbed through the through the skin membranes. I need I need something. The mouth is no longer working for me. So, Anthony, maybe do you want to let my listeners know a little bit about maybe your story and and how you became so fascinated into optimizing human health? Yeah, I mean, I've been passionate about health for as long as I could remember. I remember in like if you, if you want to go back as far as grade school, I remember there was this girl that I really liked, not that I even knew what to do with girls at the time, but she was like obsessed with Brad Pitt and his abs. And I'd like look down and I was like, I don't have abs. I'm like, how do you even get abs? You know what I mean? And so like, it, it kind of got me thinking, I was like, all right, I guess I got to start working out. And I joined Bally's Total Fitness at like a year before you're even allowed to join with one of my best friends. And most of the time we'd go to the gym and we'd just uh, like do like one set and then order smoothies, you know, but um, eventually you start showing up enough and like the smoothies kind of lose their allure and you start actually working out. And I played soccer my whole life through, uh, you know, I was like captain of the the varsity team and, you know, we went, went to super sectionals and stuff some years. And then, and then I played uh, club soccer at the university of Illinois and, and also minored in partying. 
Um, but we won like the club soccer national championship, but it was fun. So I was into training and health and performance as it pertained to doing better on the soccer field. But what really like took things off into this trajectory where I became much more well-versed in functional medicine and nutritional neuroscience was I got Lyme disease and like my health went to complete ish and no doctors were able to tell me what was going on. They're like, are you sure it's not in your head? It sounds like it's probably in your head. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) And I just realized firsthand how limited the diagnostic tools were. You know, these doctors would be like, take your shirt off. And they'd be like, oh, you're in better shape than I am. Meanwhile, I'm like depressed as shit, chronically fatigued. My whole body hurts. And I knew what it was like to be healthy and to be able to perform at a high level. And then all of a sudden, like when you're not, it's incredibly frustrating. I spent close to a year, saw 12 doctors. No one could help me. Finally, I saw this guy that was a Lyme literate physician. And he was like, have you been tested for Lyme disease? I didn't even really know what that was. We ran the tests from a lab out of California, came back positive with like Lyme and all this other stuff. And uh, that started that part of the journey because one of the blessings in disguise is that Lyme disease is known as the great imitator. And like your whole body starts falling apart, your gut, your mitochondrial health, you've got all sorts of different toxicities. A lot of times there's accompanying infections like parasites and, you know, mold toxicity and fungal infections, candida, et cetera. And you need to address those things and really like bring the body back into balance. So before I even realized that it was like Lyme disease, I was sort of like Humpty Dumpty, like putting all the pieces back together. But I didn't know like the big domino that was causing everything to break, you know? And so that was it. I got Lyme disease a second time, but that was more recently. And so these, I'm saying that because these health challenges oftentimes become our greatest blessings and there's no greater teacher than necessity. And I think whatever you want to call it, God, the universe works in those sorts of ways where they know like, you're not going to be motivated enough to read hundreds or thousands of books and research studies and really go deep unless you are in pain. So here you go. Here's your gift. You know, your pain is your gift. And uh, yeah, released the biohackers guide to upgraded energy and focus. We launched the biohacking secrets show in, in 2016. We've had on a bunch of amazing luminaries and thought leaders from the Stanford professor of neurobiology, Dr. Andrew Huberman of Huberman lab. Him and I created a biohacking the brain course together that people can check that out when they go to biohackersguide.com. We coach a number of Olympic gold medalists, Stanley cup winners, a lot of entrepreneurs that are into radically optimizing and upgrading their brain, body, and life. And then everyone in between just people who want to explore their full potential on this planet. And um, that's all at biohackercoaching.com. Incredible. Incredible. So maybe Anthony, we'll keep the conversation flowing in, um, in regards to like, energy because i know a lot of people are suffering from low energy and fatigue maybe post covid or post vaccine or whatever but maybe do you want to like discuss what do you think are the biggest hallmarks for why people are struggling with energy these days well it depends are we talking about someone who's participated in a medical experiment or someone who has not participated in a medical experiment because that's that's a big cause these are things that we know contain a variety of substances that are not conducive to longevity, mitochondrial health, et cetera, the heavy metals, just to name a few, but let's assume it's someone who hasn't, right. Mm. Then I would say probably the biggest, one of the biggest, I mean, what we're experiencing right now is, is, is I'm going to, you put great in quotes. It's, it's the great poisoning. 
Like we're literally being poisoned from every possible angle. It's in the food, it's in the water, it's in the air, it's everywhere. It's in the materials that our homes are made out of. And if you're unaware of these things, which many people are, then you're going to be climbing an uphill battle and you're going to be relying on compensatory biohacks and tools and forever caught in a game of whack-a-mole. So one of the biggest overarching examples of this that isn't on a lot of people's radar is the wireless radiation from electronic devices. So we're talking about our phones, our Wi-Fi routers, the quote-unquote smart meters on our homes. We're going to, okay, so the seventh letter of the alphabet is G, right? Everyone gets that? So when I say seven, I'm talking about G, right? So the five, seven towers that are now everywhere, right? We're trying to avoid some of the, any, any flags that, that could limit reach. And, um, and, and, and so if you really look like where all of that originated was in a city in China that everyone knows from a popular and ridiculous bat narrative, right? So that was the first place that 57 originated. Is that any coincidence? You know, and then that actually tracks where it was continued to be rolled out. There was a very close correlation between the rollout of this technology and what we are referring to as KUFID. I'm just trying to, I know this isn't ideal, but you guys get it. Um, So that is one of the biggest the biggest factors that is not on people's radar, nor do they recognize the the bigger implications of, of that wireless technology and how it fits into the human control grid. But at a minimum, we know it's causing double-stranded DNA breaks. It's flooding our cells with oxidative stress and free radicals that then our body needs to buffer by dipping into glutathione reserves and depleting minerals like magnesium, amongst other electrolytes and things. So that is a huge, huge one. And what most people do is they just throw up their hands and they go, oh, it's everywhere. There's nothing I can do. But there's a lot you can do. And uh, But if you don't know that, then you're going to get left behind by the people that know what to do and actually mm. do something. Mm, yeah. So then I guess from the, like the metabolic health standpoint, what exactly are these EMF or frequencies and things like that? What, what are they doing to the body? Do you want to sort of explain that to, to my listeners? Yeah, a lot of this work was pioneered within the past two or three years by Dr. Martin Paul, P-A-L-L. And there's a lot of different ways that they affect the body. So the first and foremost, you've got these, these things called voltage-gated calcium channels in your cells. And they're almost like just a picture like a garage door that very close, you know, it opens and closes to allow the right amounts of calcium ions into your cells and then closes when the right amount is already inside. And it maintains balance between like, you know, the inner cell and the outer cell and, and, and whatnot. And what happens is when we're in the presence of this wireless electricity, those garage doors get jammed open. The cells then get flooded with calcium ions, which convert into peroxynitrate and other free radicals and oxidative uh, stressors that lead to poor mitochondrial functioning, double-stranded DNA breaks, and essentially accelerate aging and increase your risk of cancer and every degenerative disease under the sun. They throw off our body's ability to dispose of and metabolize glucose properly. 
And then when you go even deeper, these same frequencies, much like we're, we're aware of what blue light does to melatonin, right? Well, these frequencies do the exact same thing. You could even be wearing a blindfold and they will still have the same effect with regard to melatonin suppression. So then your sleep starts to suffer and everyone's aware of the benefits of sleep, but a lot of the sleep guys, I listened to an interview the other day on on a very popular podcast with this guy who wrote a book on sleep. He didn't say a damn thing about this, not a word. I'm like, this guy's an expert. And he's like, he's like, have a routine. I'm not trying to make fun of everybody, but you know, people that are ignoring these elephants in the room, either because they're unaware or because they're, you know, unwilling to, for whatever reason, I think you should make fun of them. And I think they should get called out. So this dude that wrote a book on sleep is like not even talking about one of the most important aspects of sleep and the biggest suppressor of melatonin, which are these wireless electrical frequencies that we have surrounded ourselves with and that are very much within our control if you are intelligent and have a game plan. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I definitely think um, that definitely needs more attention. And I guess like those EMF frequencies and, and things like that definitely do play a part. And the tricky part about it, Anthony, is like it's so hard to like for the average person, they'll just say like, oh, they, they can't escape it. Like they just don't yeah. know what to do about it. So and they can say that. And that's that's fine. <laughs> do what you want. <laughs> um, so what about, I guess, so like we've sort of touched on a little bit on energy, mitochondrial function. What about like just back in the day, I know like you've someone who's experimented with a wide variety of different biohacks. I'd be curious to find out like what were some of your favorite things that you discovered or like things that really moved the needle the most for you? A huge one for me. So I was at this event with like one of my old business partners in, uh, I think it was like 2012 or maybe 2013, something like that. And we're up on this rooftop, the roof on the wit in Chicago. And we're at this party and my buddy from Boston, his name was Dante. He, uh, he does like, he's good friends with like uh, Ron Gronkowski, you know, Gronk from the NFL and DJs all of his parties. And he's open for Taylor Swift and stuff like that. And he's super involved with barstool sports and everything like that now, but we're hanging out at the time. And he, he comes up to me and he's like, he's like, bro, I'm going to do a terrible Boston accent. But he's like, bro, he's like, I got somebody you got to meet. He's like, this girl, she had like stage four cancer. They told her she was going to die. Like they gave her like months to live. They kept doing chemo. She lost all her hair. She was miserable. They told us she'd never have kids. He goes, now she's like, she told him to F off. She started juicing all these vegetables. She's putting coffee in her butt. He's like, and she's like, cured. she like got rid of a cancer. You got to talk to her. It's blowing my mind. He goes, I got a bathtub full of vegetables because she's juicing like 10 times a day at my house. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's have a conversation. So her and I start talking and she turned me on to the Gershon protocol, like this cancer protocol from a German physician, Dr. Max Gershon, like a hundred years ago. And there's now like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that have done this. And it's like super intense juicing and coffee enemas for, for detoxing the liver. And uh, a lot of people think enema is like it's it's butt stuff and like yeah, physically it's butt stuff, but it's actually working because the coffee is absorbed through the hepatic portal vein into the liver. And then you get this temporary like 500% increase in liver activity. It also boosts your body's master antioxidant glutathione endogenously. And that was, so I was like, all right, I'm like, if this is curing cancer, what could it do 
for me. I'm kind of curious, you know, I read more about it and I got a better handle of some of the intricacies and the mechanisms at work. And I was like, there's something here. So I'll try it. And when I tried it, I like within a couple of weeks or maybe a month, I lost like extra 10 pounds that I couldn't get off. I was like way leaner. My energy went through the roof. I felt great. My skin was clearer. It was, um, it was definitely something that I would consider life-changing. And it took a little bit of like learning, you know, like there were some of them that didn't go so well at the beginning, you know, as you're kind of figuring out what to do and what not to do. But um, I actually made a video on it and YouTube buried it. So good luck finding it. But if anyone wants oh. to message, oh. yeah, you can, I'll give you the link. You can put it in the show notes. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> there we go. I'm, I've got the link. <laughs> um, it's, there, there's some funny parts. You'll get a, you'll get a laugh at my expense, but we did that on purpose. And um, yeah, that's, that's definitely one of them. And, and there's more, you know, I'm happy to talk about more too. Was that um, following Lyme for yourself or was that during your recovery? Yeah. 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 During, during recovery, like kind of getting back to where I felt like I had the energy and mental clarity to, you know, just be at, be at full throttle. Yeah, let's let's definitely explore Lyme a little bit further because I've had no guests on my show that sort of discussed anything about Lyme. So maybe do you yeah. want to maybe talk about how far we've come in terms of the way in which we tackle it now versus maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, I mean, even, even in 2011, when I was diagnosed, most doctors didn't even recognize it. And we've come a long way, but there's still, even some of what are considered to be like the Lyme experts, they're still just throwing antibiotics at it, oral antibiotics, IV antibiotics. And um, I mean, I've treated it two different ways. So I've, I've done the first time around, I did a good amount of antibiotics. I did a ton of ozone. I did a ton of IV laser. So there was a company called UVLRX that I talk about in the biohackers guide at biohackersguide.com. But then, you know, one of the three letter acronyms that kind of controls our medical industry institution went after them and shut them down. There's another one now called Weber. They make the Weber IV laser. They're out of Germany. And and that's, that's a really good product. And that's the closest comparable that I know of that's in existence today. But I went really, really hard on ozone UVBI, which is known as ultraviolet blood radiation and those IV lasers. And that helped a lot the first time, but I had to do a ton. And I was doing Myers cocktails and vitamin IVs and all of these different things and the coffee enemas. And I, I tweaked my nutrition and I wrote about some of that stuff in, in my book. Then in October of 2020, we went up to our lake house in Wisconsin. And for whatever reason, we've been going there since, you know, I'm 40 years old now. We've been, we've been going up there since even, you know, when I was a baby, my parents, even before that, and we go up there this time and there's ticks everywhere. Like we'd let the dogs out and they'd come back in covered in ticks. We'd be picking off like five, 10 ticks every time the dogs went out. Well, I'm sitting there doing some work on my computer and I, I like, I feel something on my arm and I look down, and there's a tick crawling on me and I'm like, Oh, Oh no. You know, so I get it and I get rid of it. And then I'm in the shower and I'm like washing myself and I feel like on the inside of my leg and I feel like a bump and I look down and I've got a freaking tick in my thigh. And then I find another one on my, sh- it, it, like near my armpit. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope this isn't, I hope this isn't it again. You know, like after you kind of get through it, get yourself back. And then, um, and, and then <clears throat> zonked out, slept for 24 hours. I knew it was in bad shape. So the second time around, um, 
I had a very different protocol that I wanted to test. And I didn't want to A, invest the same amount of time and energy that I did the first time. I wanted to see if I could condense it. And so I did that. <laughs> and I can share a little bit of that, but it's also part of, of our coaching program. So I also have to be conscientious about like, you know, I want to give away awesome stuff and, and, and add as much value as possible. But, I, you know, I also, I also got to keep the kimono closed a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but long story short, I went to Germany and I got cooked at 107 degrees and then combined that with a bunch of other treatments, but took what could take months, years, or never. Like a lot of people never even get over Lyme disease because they don't know what to do. They don't even know they have it, or they call it multiple sclerosis, or they call it Lou Gehrig's disease, or they call it Alzheimer's, or they call it dementia, or they call it Parkinson's, or they call it, I don't know, but there's a lot of diseases that are essentially, in my opinion, and in the opinion of, of certain people that I've interviewed related to Lyme, and Lyme getting into the brain and nervous system, just undiagnosed. And it's absolutely vital that you have a game plan that is not just, I mean, if you're seeing a doctor and they're just giving you antibiotics, IV or otherwise, uh, I don't want to say you're not going to get better, but it's not a good, it's not the best path. And it has a lot of downsides and there are much better protocols available, especially if you're not beholden to the recommended procedures and protocols. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of makes me wonder as well, Anthony, whether like a lot of the downstream consequences of having Lyme would be actually like just following what Western medicine recommends, right? Like an interesting, an interesting point, Lucas, a very interesting point. Yeah. I recently brought up the point and I was, I asked the question to a bunch of our followers and I go, how many people, you know, that have died of coof, Kufid, uh, did it outside of a hospital. What was the answer? What was your answer? How many people died outside? Oh, like minimal, right? Like not that you that you personally know. Me? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Outside of a hospital, I don't know any personally. Very few. And some people have example. Most people were like zero, 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 one. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know of someone who knows someone. It was like that type of stuff. So I'm not making any accusations or claims here. I find that to be an interesting data point and worth exploring whether or not many of these protocols we're told are helping us may not be in our best interest, mm. whether that's with Lyme or other things. Mm. What do you think in, in terms of... Um, I'm not doing a good job at not going hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I told Lucas beforehand I was going to throttle back a little bit. <laughs> Well, let's um let's sort of unpack like obviously both you and I know like the many many biohacks like optimizing immune health and things like that. But in general, like over the years, I'd imagine you know things have worked quite well for yourself in terms of immune, just feeling robust um, in that regard. Like, what can you sort of share with my listeners in regards to immune health? I mean, a huge one is is okay. So there's multiple tiers, but let's start with sunlight. And I'm not talking about taking a vitamin D supplement like that. The, the ingredient in, in, in vitamin D supplements uh, is also in rat poison. So just think about that. I'm not making any claims here, but sunlight's amazing. <laughs> so um, morning sunlight to the eyes and skin and, and optimizing your vitamin D levels through sunlight. 
And I know some people will be like, oh, I live in an area where I can't. Well, okay, you can. We don't have roots. We can move. You know, we can take vacations. There's a lot of different options here. So that's a big one if we're talking about immune health. And it is a way to, especially given all of the, the, the toxicities and that electrical, wireless electrical radiation that I discussed, that all causes our body to lose electrons. Well, one of the best ways that we can regain electrons is through full spectrum sunlight to expose skin and, and even our eyes. I'm not telling anyone to go stare at the sun. You know what I mean? Like, let's not get ridiculous here. Although I do sometimes in a safe manner, but that's <laughs> beyond the, yeah, of course, of course, but that, that's high level stuff and you got to know how to do it. And I'm not making that recommendation because, you know, someone else would be like, no, I'm blind because I listened to the Lucas and Anthony. Um, so don't do that. Just, you know, you just, just get it to your eyes, look in the, the general direction of the sun, you know, at least 20 degrees off and expose your skin. So that's a big one. Then it's knowing what are the things, what are the holes in your ship? What are the things that are interfering with optimal health and performance? Could it be that you are making yourself sick with the food you're eating and the booze you're drinking and, you know, the other things that are putting you into a state of chronic sympathetic dominance? Yeah, for a lot of people, those are issues. Many, many people are dealing with tons of different toxicities, and that includes mercury, aluminum, a variety of heavy metals. It includes parasites, certain infections, fungal infections, mold in their home. Like there's a lot going on there. And I guess what it really boils down to is not like in the biohacking community, there's almost this like shotgun approach, throw a whole bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. And like, there's a lot of amazing, brilliant people in our community, but they also recommend like a hundred thousand things rather than where I think it all begins. And like where every one of our coaching programs goes above and beyond is diagnostics, knowing what lab tests to order, blood, stool, saliva, how to interpret the language that it, I mean, it is a second language to interpret these blood tests and then be able to apply that to designing a personalized game plan that addresses the root cause of the things that are interfering with homeostasis and optimal performance in, in body and mind and energy production. So does that kind of make sense? Like you yeah. got to know if you're not getting the diagnostics or if you're just listening to a bunch of podcasts and trying a bunch of things like you got to get off the treadmill. You got to get, you got to stop playing whack-a-mole because it's like, you're going to be in a very similar place a few years from now because there's no process. There's no procedure. There's no precision. And you need that stuff. Yeah. Also as part of that, Anthony, I think um, like for some people, when they discover like the root cause of, of their symptoms, like how many times have you seen clients where they're like, I never would have thought that would have been an issue. And like, that was the issue. The root cause was perhaps like a toxicity or maybe it was mold or, or things like that. A ton. And then there's the issue of like, like no one wants to have parasites, but a mm. lot of people have parasites, you know? And it's like, and then, and then, you, and then you have the, the added layer of a lot of these, a lot of these tests for parasites, like parasites have life cycles and there's such a wide variety of different species. There are very few tests that are, um, broad spectrum and robust enough to catch them and catch them at the right time in their life cycle and this and that. And uh, so we have a lot of different ways of, of identifying that and then, and then running the right tests, but people like you bring it up and they're like, 
what else could it be? You know, because they don't even want to entertain the notion, you know, and then a month and a half later, they're like pooping out hordes of parasites, which has happened dozens of times. Uh, you know, Anthony, with- what's what's the link between the moon, uh, the moon affecting? Yeah, the- parasites are more active during a full moon. So a lot of farmers will deworm their cattle on a full moon because of that. And similarly with people, like if you're, if you're doing a deworming protocol, which, you know, we typically start with herbs. And then if someone's incredibly immunocompromised, which is like a lot of people that don't even realize it, you know, that's, if you have parasites, which a lot of people do, it's because your body wasn't robust enough to fight them off, you know, or you've been on this long trajectory that suppressed your stomach acid production and digestive enzymes and this and that and create an environment where parasites can get a foothold. You know, and then so while you like reinvigorate the immune system and kind of put these different things back together, you have to time the deworming protocols. And one of the more effective times to do that is around a uh, full moon. Right. Okay. Yeah. So parasites. Def- yeah. Like, like, no, we, we, we dogs are, are, are put on deworming medication at, at regularly, like cattle, horses, all of these mammals that are incredibly similar to us when you actually look at the differences in DNA, right? Mm-hmm. But very few people actually talk about it for humans. It's they're there, guys. They're yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> what about as far as like something that I've personally experimented with recently, and I wish I started earlier, was like IV vitamin C. Like I, I've done now maybe six or seven separate sessions and each yeah. time I feel so damn good after it. Have you played around with any like IV therapies at all? Oh yeah. All like, uh, I mean, a bunch of them. I've done IV vitamin C. I've, I've, been, I've done IV vitamin C some weeks where I was in like the hundreds of thousands of milligrams um, just as a test. The Lyme or just uh, No, in, in early 2020, I was getting my, they, it's, it's, it's a long story, but it was basically like radiation poisoning. And I was like, God, what the heck is going on with me right now? So I was trying all this. I, I was trying all these different immune protocols and uh, had a woman coming and giving me vitamin C IVs. And uh, the, the vitamin C can be amazing, especially as a part of a bigger protocol. The downside is it can kind of burn your veins up a little bit. So you got to find the right balance of like not burning your veins out with the IV vitamin C. And um, I've, I've done NAD IVs. Myers cocktails, which is like a combination of a bunch of different B vitamins and, and magnesium and vitamin C and some other cool stuff. Phosphatidylcholine, I've done IV methylene blue, which has a lot of implications for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, uh, mitochondrial respiration, cognitive performance, and um, I don't know, pretty much everything. Yeah. But yeah, those are some big ones. Nice, nice. What about like with the um, NAD and the whole NMN like side of things? Like, Maybe do you want to explain to my listeners maybe your 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 stance on you know NAD the importance of it and how we can boost it? Yeah, um, so NAD is like this this energy molecule, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide that you know your body manufactures. It's some of the precursors like niacin, vitamin D three can help contribute to that. And you know you've got. I don't know who's the dude that popularized it. There's some guy that wrote a book on uh, longevity that a bunch of people reference when they ask about it. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, was it David Sinclair? 
Yeah, yeah, that dude, that dude. I haven't read his book or anything, but everyone, everyone's like, David Sinclair said this. And uh, yeah, so I know he brought a lot of attention to NMN and, and NAD. I went pretty hard on, on NAD IVs for a while and found them super beneficial, but also like pretty expensive and uncomfortable. And then I interviewed Dr. Joseph Mercola in 2019 on the Biohacking Secrets Show podcast, which you guys can check out at biohackerradio.com. And uh, he told me about how he makes NAD suppositories. And I was like, interesting. And I'm like, because the oral stuff seems like it kind of helps, but then it's nowhere near what, what the results I was getting from the IVs. And so I started making these suppositories where I would get... There was a product by Thorne called Thorne Niacel, which was like a nicotinamide riboside. And you basically like get some quality coconut oil in a glass jar. Like Dr. Bronner's is pretty good. You put that in a little, um, a little pot with water and gently heat it up. And then as it liquefies, you want to get it to where it's liquid, but like not any hotter than it needs to be because, you know, there's denaturing that takes place at high heat. And then you get these suppository molds, which you can buy on Amazon or wherever. And you put a little bit of the coconut oil in them. And then you put one of the capsules of the Thorne Niacel in there. And then you fill it the rest of the way up and put them in the fridge. Now you've got NAD suppositories that you could take. So I used one today. And you do it after, of course, after you've had a bowel movement. Some of the time you, it will trigger a bowel movement and that's okay. You just go and you know pick it back up the next day. And so I'll pulse, I'll go through periods where I pulse NAD via suppositories, sometimes via IV. I integrate some NMN, I integrate some precursors for NAD, and I'll do that for a period of time. And then I'll stop because there's also research that, I mean, at any given time, our body is fighting off various types of cancer, right? And that's a big part of what our immune system does. But there is some evidence that if there's like latent cancer that you don't know about and you're loading your body up with NAD, it could actually accelerate cancer growth. You know, so I'm, I'm conscientious of that too. And yeah, you, you sort of look at NAD almost like a, I use it during growth periods and then I counter it with periods of more fasting and, and scarcity and that sort of thing, like autophagy based stuff, yeah. if that's clear. Yeah, that makes sense. So what about, I guess, like since we're on the topic of like longevity and things like that over the years, Anthony, like what are some of the, um, yeah, are there certain things that you've, you know, researched specifically for longevity, maybe instead of like things like fasting, we know that fasting is great for life extension. What yeah. else have you uncovered in that realm? Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bore your listeners by talking about fasting. I'm sure they've heard it like a hundred thousand <laughs> times, right? And <laughs> 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 Whatever. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. I mean, probably the most important is two things come to mind. And ideally, if you could combine them, that'd be great. It's the, the social relationships in your life. And I'm not necessarily talking about quantity. I'm talking about quality. You know, is there at least one person that you could have amazing heart to heart conversations with, you know? And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't need to be a lot. It could just be one person. You know, when we look at some of these, these studies of centarians and people living in blue zones, that's a big part of that tribal community, deep social relationship or relationships. That's all there. So 
you know, the dude who's just like hooking himself up to a whole bunch of IVs and drinking baby blood and weird shit like that. Like if nobody likes him because he's a prick, like I don't think he's going to live to be 150. Sorry. Like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe his nano robots and whatever BS he's talking about in his books will prove to work. But I think he's full of shit. I'd much rather be the person that has strong social relationships and is spending more time in nature and less time tethered to electronics and is interested in trading the looking glass for the mirror and going within and exploring myself and making it my intention to have a ever deepening relationship with God, my creator and spending time in prayer and meditation I think all that stuff is a lot more powerful than the nonsense narratives around living forever by injecting yourself with nanorobots and plugging into the internet of things. I honestly think that's a trap. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I definitely would agree there, Anthony. Um, That's the one thing that I've noticed myself, like just during lockdown was just my general, you know, mental well-being and energy and just general vitality just dropped off so dramatically like mm-hmm. that now that I'm at the end of all that like and I've come out of that lockdown period like my number one focus my number one objective has literally been just to like get out be social engage form new connections friends and I've already seen like a yeah I just feel better in general from doing that mm-hmm. so it totally makes For sense For sure For sure. Another one too is a willingness to look at our relationship with sex, including pornography. Mm. I think a lot of guys are like, I don't know why my testosterone's low. And yet they're like whacking off to you porn twice a day, you know? And it's like, if you think about it, like, okay, let's pretend we're explorers. We put on our, uh, you know, our Lewis and Clark hats and we go out into Africa and we're observing the animals. And then you see like this, you know, this, this, uh, chimpanzee and, and the chimpanzee he's, he's making love to a a lady chimpanzee, right? They're making sweet, sweet love. Meanwhile, on another branch, there's this, uh, other male chimp who's beating his pecker watching the other two have sex. Who's the alpha, who's the beta, right? You don't need to have a, a zoology degree, right? Meanwhile, these dudes are sitting there staring at their screen, beating their pecker like some beta chimp. And they're like, I don't know why my testosterone's low. Well, maybe because you're telling your subconscious mind that you're a beta bitch. Stop watching porn or at least cut back on it. Use your imagination. Go have actual sex and, and do it in a way where you connect with your partner and like where you care about them. And you're not looking at this like transactional, I got to get a nut type exchange. You know, I think we really need to reevaluate the way that we explore sexuality and bring it back into the sacred and also recognize that, I mean, look, I'm not perfect. I sometimes look at boobs and things like that. And you know what I mean? Like I've, I've, I've watched pornography. I get it. Um, but like the more we do that stuff, the more we start to separate ourselves from that sacred sexuality and our ability to really connect with our partner. And additionally, it sends subconscious signals to our mind and body and spirit that we are a beta. And I believe, I believe that there is a secondary hormonal response that follows that energetic pattern. Yeah, for sure. I think also stemming into that would be like, 
just the different cultural perspectives on, you know, um, intercourse in general, like maybe for some men, do they feel like it's heavily suppressed or like, you know, what are some of the repercussions potentially for, for guys that have unfortunately suppressed that sexual energy? I think, you know, that's a really important point. Yeah. The um, I'm listening to this. It's, it's, I mean, I guess technically it's an audio book. It's on audible and it's, I'm a huge fan of Napoleon Hill. He wrote think and grow rich and a bunch of other books outweeting the devil. Both of those are phenomenal, but he did. There's this one that my buddy, Russell Brunson turned me on to called Napoleon Hill in his own words. And it's the only audio course of him actually speaking in front of a live crowd. So it's got a totally different energy. It's not like someone reading his book. It's him speaking live and it's just fascinating. I'm listening to it for the second time because I get so much value from it every time. I'll listen to it like when I'm working out, I'll listen to it when I'm driving. And he talks about that transmutation of sexual energy, how this is one of the most powerful forces in our universe. And if you're not spraying it, you know, into a box of Kleenexes twice a day, and you're actually using it to like help fuel the activities that support your vision that you want to manifest for your life, it can be really, really powerful. And, um, yeah, so I recommend checking out anything by Napoleon Hill. If you haven't listened to think and grow rich, he goes into it it pretty deeply there. Outwitting the devil is great. And, uh, in his own, in his own words, which is on audible also highly recommended. Yeah. Awesome. Actually, that's, um, something that I'd, I'd love to explore is like that same level of sexual energy is like almost like that same creative energy and that productivity mindset is fueled by that. And, that's something personally I've noticed is like periods when my like sex drive and libido is like through the roof, very high. I'm also like super motivated and want to get shit done. Very productive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many guys like that end up joining our coaching program. They're like, look, they're like, I used to be like a killer. Like I'd, I'd want to go out. I'd want to conquer. I'd want to get stuff done. And I now feel like I've like lost my mojo. Like, I don't feel that same motivation. I don't feel that same drive. I'm not like going out there, like wanting to conquer things, you know? And they're like, I want that energy back. I want that level of vitality. And a big part of what we do then is like figure out, okay, what, you know, what's causing that, right? And how do we fix it? Because the short-term answer and what a lot of guys do is they just go and start injecting bioidentical hormones or, you know what I mean? Sometimes not even bioidentical hormones. And like, you're, you're then just, you're, you're then just kind of, you know, you're not getting to the root cause of, of the issue. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about like, as far as like, maybe speak upon the, the the dangers of some of these endocrine disrupting chemicals that a lot of guys, you know, are still questioning. Like I get messages on Instagram saying like, Oh, you know, I bought this plastic bottle. It says BPA free, but like, what are your thoughts on, on this bottle? Things like that. I think they're secondary and tertiary to the wireless electrical radiation. Mm. By far, I, I I know that that stuff suppresses testosterone production. It it, it interferes with uh, thyroid hormone production. It sends the body into chronic sympathetic dominance, and uh, you know then you have this like okay, imagine we're ba- we're back in Africa, right? And uh, you know you and I are doing some exploring, and then all of a sudden a, a lion comes out of uh, comes out of the tall grass and starts chasing after us, right? And we're sprinting to get away. You know, both of us hoping we're not the slowest one because you don't need to be the fastest. You just can't be the slowest. Right. (laughs) And uh, and but while we're escaping from that lion, how much blood is going to digesting the meal we just ate? Like none. 
right? It's all going to our muscles and our brain so that we can get out of a really bad situation. Well, that's sympathetic dominance. And that's where most men and women are spending their time to their biology. They are constantly being chased by a lion and like, yeah, it's worse if you have coffee and this and that, but that's, that's predicated by your electromagnetic environment. And so that's why, like, if people are like, well, oh, it's everywhere. I don't want to do anything about it. Okay. Don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? But you're going to be, you're just going to have more and more holes in your ship. And eventually it's going to get to a point where you can't biohack around it anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and your life will 100% be cut short. So that's kind of the point that I wanted to make there. And that's part of the reason that so many people have digestive issues that, you know, that they're not producing the stomach acid. They're not producing the bile. They're not producing the enzymes that are needed to effectively digest, assimilate and absorb their nutrients. It's because they're in chronic sympathetic dominance and it is being caused primarily by their electromagnetic environment and they're focused on plastics. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, very well said. Very well said. So Anthony, maybe do you want to like for my listeners, they're probably, you know, you mentioned the the biohackers guide to upgraded energy and focus the book, your website, maybe let them know, like if they want to connect with you, work with you, how can they do that? Well, I don't want to work with any of your listeners. So no, I'm just kidding guys. (laughs) Um, yeah, probably a, a, a fun place to start. Like, I mean, if you don't have the book, you could go to biohackersguide.com and pick that up. And then, you know, as you're checking out, we give you the option to like grab the, the biohacking the brain course that I created with Dr. Andrew Huberman of, of Huberman Lab, the Stanford professor of neurobiology. But like our coaching program, we created a cool training at uh, biohackerwebinar.com. And you can watch that by going to biohacker webinar or biohacking webinar, or maybe both. But you can go there and check and check that out. And then that's kind of like gives a little bit more detail about what our coaching program is all about. And yeah, lots of entrepreneurs, a lot of people that are just in control of their income, where if their body, brain, energy production is all dialed in, they know they can make a lot more money or they could make the same amount of money in a lot less time and have more of themselves to give to the people they love and deepening those social relationships that we know are so important for longevity. So yeah, that's all at uh, biohacker webinar. And, and um, I think you might even be able to watch the training at, at biohackertraining.com, but I don't want to hit people with too many URLs uh, <laughs> too late. <laughs> awesome. yeah well i'll make sure to link those in the show notes anthony but um yeah otherwise yeah it's absolutely pleasure having you on the show it's always it's always fun Thank chatting you. oh i forgot we got the podcast too tell them, tell them to go to uh go to go to biohackerradio.com we just recorded an awesome episode with uh pedram shojai the urban monk uh like you know right before this call so that one's that one's dropping we've got you know wim hoff 27 time Guinness world record holder, Tony Horton from P90X, the, um, a lot of just amazing people that are smarter than I am on there and great conversations that people can take, uh, you know, actionable advice from to level themselves up physically, mentally, spiritually, energetically, all that fun stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Love what you do, man. Love what you do. Thanks brother. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Take care. Thank you everyone for joining in to today's episode. For in-depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.